Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Thursday. Oh, it's Wednesday evening. We move these to Wednesdays. I don't even know what day it is, but it is Wednesday evening. We are back again uh, September 21st to preview the Boston College game this weekend. I am live here at Bay Cannon Beer Co. Richie's in the most beautiful room of anyone on the network, um, decorated well at home, but also drinking his Bay Cannon Beer. Richie, how you doing? Good, man. I'm excited. It's another game week, a a chance to go 4-0. Just picked up a big commit last night, Friday night. Might get another one. My goodness, this start to the season has been phenomenal. Uh, So just ride the high while we can, right? Because we know at some point there will be adversity, but I'm just excited to be back on here talking Florida State football. And we deserve this. Uh, We started the podcast. (laughs) We won. We started the podcast in 2020. You know, not only is there a worldwide pandemic going on, but won three games. Three games. <laughs> you know, last year, just talk about the heartbreakers. You know, won five games, so improvement, but you know, pretty pretty struggle struggle bus for a lot of the year. So we deserve this. Three and zero, big favorites on uh, on Saturday night. Recruiting going well. We're uh, we're excited about all of that. Hey, we've got a little contest going on tonight. If you're watching, if you're listening, we are going to do a giveaway for two tickets to the BC game. If you just like and comment, if you like the stream and comment here on the live stream at the end of the stream, we'll announce the winner. You can reach out to us on social media. I'll put my email in the comments and you can hit me up so that we can get you those tickets. Um, They're my personal tickets. Again, I don't have Harlan level seats, so you're not on the 50, but you are on about the 30. Um, You'll have pretty good, pretty good view on the home side, 8 PM, should be pretty close to a sellout in Doak. Um, really, really good seats. Again, comment, like. If you haven't subscribed yet, that'd be a good thing too. It doesn't increase your chances, but it does help us out. So give us a like and a comment, and we'll get you entered to win the uh, the tickets. Um, again, Bay Cannon Beer Co., if you are here in Tampa, we do these previews every Wednesday night. Come out, BOGO beer, if you wear your FSU gear or any sports gear. I'll also link in the comments here live and the comments in the show description, a place where you can order Bay Cannon Beer Co. and have it delivered to your house through Bavana. Shout out to Matt and the good folks over here at Bay Cannon that let us hang out here on Wednesday nights. Um, Let's get right after it. Let's get to our guest. We have a guest from BC Interruption. His name's Curtis Flannery, and he is our guest on the Rohan Law extra sauce guest segment. I'll give Rohan law a quick shout out and we'll get to Curtis. Um, Doug and his team over at Rohan law handle personal injury matters. They're ready to maximize your recovery with your car wreck case or your slip and fall. Doug and his wife are both former marching chiefs. He graduated from FSU's law school, big time booster loves FSU football and baseball loves giving back to university by supporting NIL collectives and the boosters. Just like we enjoy talking strategy and reviewing plans for FSU winning on Saturday night. Doug and his team will come up with a winning strategy for your case. Call them today at 888-99-NOLES. That's 888-99-NOLES for free to talk about your accident. Even if you don't need them now, give them a follow on YouTube and Twitter. It's Rohan Law PC. They can entertain you and teach you about your rights so you know exactly what to do in case of a slip and fall or car crash. They are your best friend on your worst day. Curtis, thanks for hanging with us while we did that long read for Rohan Law. How are you doing, man? What's going on? I'm all right. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk about uh, BCFSU this weekend. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting. Um, I was looking it up. Florida State's on a little bit of a streak right now. Um, one, I think the last three, 
Um, before that, BC won just an absolute beat down, 35 to nothing up there. But um, spread's kind of high on this. Wanted to just kind of get your overall thoughts. Uh, you know, start starting up front. BC's always seem to have a pretty stout O-line. A little bit different this year due to attrition and injuries. Uh, Florida State's got some injuries they're working through, too, that I'm sure you guys are focused on. But how bad is that offensive line situation? Is that something FSU fans um, – that, that, yeah, because that is something FSU fans from the last decade can kind of relate with. Yeah, definitely. Well, going into the season, it was already in rough shape. We lost um, four out of five starters from uh, the previous season, which included uh, uh, Zion Johnson, who went uh, first round in the NFL draft to the Chargers. Um, but coming in, we were hoping that um, because they were decent recruits, that they'd be able to just plug into the system and play pretty well. But then Christian Mahogany, um, another one of our top O-linemen, went down uh, for the season with injury in the offseason. So we have five out of five new starters. Um, and despite the system and how well it's worked in the past, um, it's just not been working well uh, so far this year. They got 20-something rushing yards against Rutgers. They got, I think, four total rushing yards against Virginia Tech. It's been really ugly so far. And we recently had Kevin Klein, one of our redshirt freshmen, go down for the year as well. So now we're starting a preferred walk-on um, on the O-line as well. So it's in really rough shape. And, yeah, it's going to be a big weakness and a big thing to watch for BC this weekend. Is that PWO um, a true freshman as well? Uh, I believe so. I'd have to go yeah. back and check. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not looking great for experience, um, <laughs> definitely. There were only a few starts among the entire offensive line heading into the season. Yeah, and, and that's got to be frustrating because Boston College has a very good quarterback in Phil Jerkovich, um, probably a guy that's going to play on Sundays. How much is the offensive line holding you know him and the offense back? Because when Boston College had it rolling and Phil was healthy last year, he was a very good college quarterback. Oh, no, definitely. BC is traditionally with Jerkovic the past two years, they've been really good at establishing the run, which opens up the field great for him to throw the ball deep to Zay Flowers or short to the tight end. Previously, it's been Hunter Long. This year, it's George Takics. Um, but yeah, without the ability to establish that run game, Jerkovic's just not been able to air out the passes as much as he'd like to. Um, he's also been pressured a lot this season. He's getting sacked a bunch. Um, he's usually pretty pretty good at avoiding those pressures uh but it's been tougher when he's getting uh pressure pretty much every single play this year yeah and you mentioned Zay flowers you know 22 catches through three games already you know even with the offense that has struggled he's still finding a way to get his uh florida state's cornerbacks have struggled in, in the um coverage a little bit this year is he going to be able to you know take advantage of that because I, I do expect him to have a quality game uh but outside of him in a what I think is a favorable matchup if if Jerkovic has time. Uh, who else should Florida State look for uh, on Boston College's offense? Yeah, so Zay Flowers definitely is number one. Um, they're going to get him the ball no matter what. Even when Phil struggles passing downfield because of the way their OL's been playing, they get Zay the ball in the backfield. They'll hit him on a screen. They'll hit him on a short crosser, whatever they can do to get the ball in his hands because he's really shifty, really good at that horizontal lateral movement. Um, other than him, I'd say a name to watch out for is George Tackett. He's a Notre Dame transfer at tight end this year. Um, he's really been quietly lighting it up under Zay. Uh, he's really a big threat uh, in those short intermediate routes. 
he's a big, tall guy, big and beefy, can really shed blocks uh, pretty easily. So he's a name to watch out for. And then Jaden Williams is another receiver who has started to pop off a bit with his deep routes, uh, like Zay Flowers often does. Um, he can often guess edge on a defender. Yeah, I don't like hearing about the Notre Dame tight end transfer because Notre Dame has given our tight ends uh, hell the, the few years we've played them, uh, the first two years under Mike Norvell. Um, but defensively, I, I think Florida State's game plan really is, Curtis, just going to come out and run the ball, right? Whether it's uh, Jordan Travis or Tate Roadmaker who starts, I, I think the game plan's similar. Like, if you can establish the ground game, do it. What are the strengths of Boston College's defense, and, and how do you think that matches up against what – should be a pretty good rushing attack with a three-headed monster in the backfield at Florida State. No, lucky for FSU, that's the exact way to beat BC. Um, Jeff Affley is a defensive backfield kind of guy. He's really skilled at uh, recruiting cornerbacks and safeties and coaching them up. Uh, they even got Jaden Woodby from FSU, who's one of the leaders yeah. on this unit this year. Um, so the pass, the passing defense is really strong for BC. It's the front seven where they tend to struggle more. They have a couple run. Uh, run stuffers, Donovan Izariaku. It's difficult to say his name, uh, but he's been uh, he's really stepped up this year uh, after being a little bit quieter last year. But otherwise, their linebacking core is really shaky, and they don't have a lot of solid guys on the D line. So establishing the run is definitely going to be the priority for the Seminoles. Um, what is the what is the mood there uh, amongst it? Just kind of big picture, right? What's the mood there? Mm-hmm. Um, I think BC fans were expecting, you know, to with with Jerkovic and uh, a lot of talent coming back. Flowers turning down reported offers other places. Um, it can't be thrilled, right? Like, but what you know? Is there an understanding? Is it yeah? So many guys injured. Like, how could you see? Or like, is the you know fans are you know fan is short for fanatic, right? So are people being pretty rough mm-hmm. on the staff and, and the team. Yeah, well, the mood is definitely not good, very bad. Um, last year, the injury uh, thing was sort of the excuse or explanation, whatever you want to call it. Um, Dracovic went down early in the year, and they still managed to get up to a 6-6 six and six record um, despite the injury to Dracovic for most of the year. And he did come back from injury uh, last season, but he wasn't himself. Uh, but they still managed to get together and become bowl eligible. This season, not so much. Um, nobody significant is really injured other than one offensive lineman. This roster is mostly pretty healthy, um, but it just has not come together, mostly because of the offensive line. Uh, Rutgers and Virginia Tech were supposed to be two of the easiest games on BC's schedule and was sort of going to create a bit of a tune-up the f- first three weeks, but they dropped the game against a close game against Rutgers, and then Virginia Tech, they sort of just got laughed off the field because of how inconsistent their offensive line has been. So the mood is not good. Uh, Jeff Hafley has some time to right the ship. It's only his third year as head coach. Um, There aren't any at least reasonable fans calling uh, for his head or a hot seat right now. Um, But if at the end of the year they go something like three and nine or in that range, uh, he's going to have some pressure on him next year because he started – he took over a program that was consistently going to bowl games. And in his first two years, he got six wins each year. So that if he regresses this year, it's going to be rough for him. Jaden Woodby is a kid that transferred um, from Florida state was here, um, you know, recently and in the past, how has he looked um, Florida state uh, fans uh, got to go up against a transfer last week and Jarvis Brownlee. And I don't know how much you follow uh 
you know, things that happened down here, but Jarvis had left, you know, not the most graciously and uh, Florida, you know, he, he ended up giving up the game winning touchdown. So Florida state fans were very happy about that. Uh, I don't think that's the same, same situation with, uh, with, uh, with Jaden at all. Florida state fans would be fine with seeing him do really, really well, but talk to us about him and, and how he's done uh, so far this year. Yeah, Jane's been a great addition to the team uh, ever since he transferred. Him and uh, Josh DeBerry are really a two-man duo up there in the backfield, DeBerry at cornerback and Woodby at safety. And they really – that's been the one major highlight of this BC team is that pass defense anchored by those two. He's really the guy to watch. He's excellent in man-to-man coverage. He really understands Jeff Halfley's scheme well, and he's able to utilize them in a way that uh, has forced teams to – run the ball up the gut consistently because they can't get much going on him in the air. Um, On the Rohan Law guest line, Curtis Flannery. Curtis, I want to ask you, um, does it surprise you a little bit that Florida State's this big of a favorite when there's so much question around, is Jordan Travis kind of the heartbeat of the team, going to be there, not going to be there, what, what the situation is, or – is that just kind of where where BC is right now? Is their confidence? You know, does that surprise you a bit? Does that surprise the fan base as well? Um, I think it's about right. It would be a little. It is a little surprising if Jordan Travis doesn't end up playing. But um, like you said, FSU's got that three headed monster at running back, and um, BC's rush defense is the, one of the weaker parts of their defense. So um, if they can establish the run even without Travis playing, I think they'll be favored by a decent amount. And then BC's offense, it's just looked completely inept to this point. Um, I don't FSU is one of is going to be probably the best defense they've faced so far this season after playing some not so great teams. So after only putting up uh, twenty about twenty points against Rutgers, ten against Virginia Tech, I don't see them succeeding very much against FSU. Uh, so I'd say a score somewhere in the thirties for FSU and somewhere in the teens for BC probably makes sense. So uh, that spread, I think I saw 17 points seems about right. Yeah. I was going to ask your prediction, but I feel like you just, you just kind of gave it there. And that's yeah. kind of where I see it too, right? Like Florida state could score anywhere from 31 to 38 and NBC could score anywhere from like 13 to 17. So you could have something that's like really wide or maybe like 14 points, but you know, I, I don't know um, if, I just don't know. Now, I do think there's a path, and that path is probably Jordan Travis not playing and and Tate not looking very good, and that being you know the ways that BC could do it. So, um, what uh, I'll we'll ask you this, and then we'll get you out of here. You're in Boston. We'll kind of go off the wall here. We're double fries no slaw is a is an ode to Guthrie's in Tallahassee. So if you've never been down, it's just a greasy chicken tender place that you need to try and throw out the coleslaw right get get the double fries but uh what are your like we're coming up to boston next year what are your like top we talked about the north end the italian food and stuff before uh before we got on here but what are your like can't miss spots there in in boston that people yeah absolutely um well if you're near bc's campus right in cleveland circle which is uh right down the street from bc the uh popular pizza place is uh pino's pizza it's a Pretty famous pizza place as far as Boston places go. It's been highly reviewed. And that's if you're ordering pizza at BC, that's where you're going to order. They have really high quality stuff. So that's something I'd check out if you're headed to the game. Uh, otherwise, like you said, the North End, uh, it's one of the best Italian food experiences you can find on the East Coast. It's really good. Um, 
I won't call out any specific Italian restaurants. I mean, there are just so many. But as far as pastries go, um, cannolis are a big thing in the North End as oh, well. Oh, Mike's. Let's go. Yeah. So Mike's Pastry, um, that's one of the more popular ones with tourists. But um, you also want to look at Modern Pastry, uh, which is right nearby in the North End as well, as well as Bova's. Uh, all three of those places have great cannoli as well as other Italian pastries. So that's something I definitely check out. Last question. Best lobster roll in the city. Oh, uh, you get some um, fight over this one. That's <laughs> going to be downvoting our YouTube, bro. Relax. <laughs> uh, this is I, I forget where I had it at. Um, it was someone right on the water. It was like a walk up, like a, you could eat inside, but it was mostly a line outside um, uh, where you would get it, and it was phenomenal. Like it was amazing. I, I can't yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of the place. Yeah, there's something I I think I'm forgetting the name too, but I think there's a restaurant right on the pier, maybe Pier 43. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, that might be the name of it. Um, what I really enjoy, uh, Luke's Lobster, uh, which is in the Fenway area, Fenway downtownish area. Uh, that's somewhere I really enjoy to go for a lobster roll. They have another one up in Portland, Maine, which I've been to, which I really enjoy. Um, so it's sort of a chain, not really. There are like three locations probably, yeah. but that's where I'd say. But you can get a lobster roll in a lot of places in Boston. Um, that's very good. Yeah. I, uh, we went, we, I was just, I just got back from Louisville on Sunday. Um, Boston is definitely my road trip next year. I, I mean, hopefully it's, you know, kind of earlier in the year. I don't really want to do it in November, but, uh, <laughs> You know, hopefully we kind of can do the September thing again and we'll come up there and see. Yeah, you guys, but Boston's a great city in the spring and summer once you get and the fall is great with the foliage. But once you hit November through, yeah. say, March, it's kind of it's kind of dreary. I, I'll admit it. When One I was of the best 2015 game. Yeah, but no, when I was oh. in that 2015 game, I couldn't wear believe I got to wear jeans to the game and wasn't hot. I'm like, I'm <laughs> at a football game in oh, September, September and it is gorgeous weather outside everywhere. And Actually, we should get some pretty nice weather in Doak this weekend, um, thanks to some, uh, you know, little front coming along here. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to cool off here right now. It's finally hitting sixties uh, here, so starting to get towards Gene weather yeah, uh, nice. within a few weeks. It'll be great fall football weather up here in Boston. One last shout out. I know this is the this is the BC thing, but Mr. Bartley's across from Harvard. I know it's like a tourist thing too, but like really good burgers. Have you have you hit that? You gone over there? Uh yeah, a while ago, but I do remember it being yeah. very good. So beers at like plastic cups and like totally like dive feel. So Curtis, tell the people where they can find you, where they can follow along and, and maybe check out some of your work as Florida State takes on BC in the next few days, where they can kind of catch up with all things uh Eagles. Sure, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm at Curtis Flannery, um, and I'm the football editor for BC Interruption. Uh that's BC BCinterruption.com. And I'm posting weekly previews of all of our football games, as well as ACC power rankings and all that good stuff. If you want to read up on BC and ACC football. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff, Curtis. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Absolutely. Take care, bud. You too. Thanks, Curtis. Curtis Flannery of BC Interruption. Uh, they've always had a really, really good SB Nation site. You know, at, yeah. I know that Syracuse, now that he's off here, I know that Syracuse and BC aren't always like the best you know, when it comes to football, their SB Nation sites have always been the best. Like to me, like when Bud was running Tomahawk Nation and BC Interruption and the Orange, the Q's one, I forget the name of it. But anyway, those have always been News Orange. Those have always been really, really good. So appreciate Curtis for coming on. Hey, if you're listening, if you're watching, to enter into free FSU. 
BC tickets this weekend. If you can't go to the game, still enter in and we'll get you something. We'll get you something of some kind of value. But all you have to do to win the giveaway tonight is leave us a comment. Comment right now on the live stream. You don't, it doesn't even have to say anything. Go Knowles. You could say whatever. Make fun of the Gator. It doesn't matter. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the comment button. We're trying to give away some BC tickets for the game this weekend. Should be a ton of fun at 8 p.m. They're in Tallahassee. Doak will be rocking. Do us a favor and comment. Thumbs up. And uh, if you want to, if you really want to help out, hit the uh, subscribe button. Harlan, I saw you comment. You're not allowed to win this, but I do appreciate your comment. Um, we're excited. Again, at the end of the stream, so in about 10, 15 minutes, we will announce the winner. So hang out here for a few minutes. And we'll get somebody announced and won and get you guys some free tickets for the game tonight. Also, if you have any questions, if there's anything we can answer for you, hit the super chat. We had that rocking last week. Um, hasn't been rocking as much this week, but I get it. I don't know if the super chat increases your chances of winning the contest or not. Probably not. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Again, that was Curtis Flannery on the Rohan Law segment hey guys i want to give them one other shout out we introduced you to doug and his team um earlier in the program not only are we giving away the bc tickets we're also giving away two champions club tickets and a parking pass to the clemson matchup that'll be announced in a little over a week right after the wake forest game um but if you want to win those clemson tickets if you want to sit in the champions club for free have a parking pass just a world-class experience I need you to text Knowles to 850-809-1906. Again, text the word Knowles, N-O-L-E-S, to 850-809-1906, and that'll be your way to win tickets to the Champions Club for the Clemson game. I'm so jealous. Okay, let me just tell you guys. Shout out Doug and his team. But they gave me those tickets for uh, – for, the Duquesne game, and I sat in them, and it was fantastic. I took my little girl. And then he was like, hey, I also have tickets for the Clemson game. And I was like, here we go. And he's like, I want to give them away on the show. And I was like, oh, man, I thought you were about to make my life. So I don't get them. One of you guys get them. N-O-L-E-S to 850-809-1906. That's your chance to win Champions Club tickets and a parking pass to the FSU Clemson game coming up. Um. All right, let's keep it going, Richie. We uh, we we we're not we don't have a ton else here, but I will say we've got our pick six, and then we'll talk a little bit about BC. Get any of your thoughts and get out of here. But it is our made equal clothing pick six. We appreciate made equal clothing. Appreciate their support of the show. They've got some exciting stuff coming in two days. A new website launching. We'll be able to share with you if you follow them on social media. It's made equal co everywhere. Twitter.com slash made equal co. That is the handle. I'll throw it in the comments. Go give them a uh, uh, follow. Tell them you support them. Appreciate what they do to give back. Go check out Made Equal Clothing. They do a lot to support not only our student athletes, but give back in our communities and folks that are underprivileged. So go check out Made Equal Clothing. Excited for their website to drop. We will link that when it does on social media on Friday. Uh, Very, very excited for that. All right, Richie. Got our picks. We're bringing Harlan in here. Let's do it. And real quick, I said it last week, and I, I say it again. I, I cannot wait to get those joggers from Made Equal because I've, I've been you know browsing their website. First of all, the most comfortable, like acceptable, casual wear you can do. It's so versatile. Airplane, you know, just going out in general. 
I'm pretty pumped to get a snag a pair of those. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'll see if I can get you a discount code, Richie. I'll see what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, how are we doing from last week? Where are we at this? I, we don't have to go through like who hit what from last week, but can yeah. you zoom in on that a little bit, Harlan? Um, yeah. Oh, it, I like to actually, it's, trick, Mac, right? it's Max at two, 200%. That's as, oh, that's fine. Much as oh, who's in the lead again? Harlan, read those scores to us. That would be Richie at 13, PJ at 11. Oh, I had a rough Harlan. week last week. Who? Harlan's oh, already got his. I, I did, obviously, because uh, I was winning. Now I'm not winning. Okay. All right. First one. Let's let's run with it, Richie. I don't want to focus too much on who's in the lead. Long yeah, season. we'll go to, we'll go a little quick here. So the first <laughs> one is basically, a, is Jordan Travis going to play or not? Uh, 0.5 snaps over under. Harlan, I'll let you go first because I see you've already put that in there. Yeah, I'm going under. Uh, I may or may not have some insight, but who knows? You know, who knows? Okay, okay. Probably not. TJ, what do you think? <laughs> under. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think he's available in like a worst case scenario, but I don't think he's going to be needed, and so under. I'll go over. I, I think he starts. Um, ooh, I'm just, I'm I just, just caught one up there. on Richie. Let's go. Hey, I, I'm trying to help you all here. Uh, so, Phil Jerkovich, 210.5 pass yards. I'll go first. I think I'll say over because I do think Florida State's going to have a lead the majority of the game. And we just heard Curtis tell us they can't run the ball, right? They're, they're going to find ways to get it to Flowers. I think he can get to, you know, 220, 230 at least because they're going to be playing from behind. Uh, not to swell on a score prediction, but I think they're playing from behind for a lot of the game. Um, I've got over as well. Sorry, I just want to see what that button did. Yeah, give me over. Looks like Harlan has the same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna stop I think, I think they're gonna be trailing, like Richie said. Yeah. So I think they're gonna have to throw it. Just throw it a ton. He'll have more picks, but he'll also have a lot of yards. All right. So Ward Benson Toa Philly, one seventy five point five rush yards. Um, let's go with TJ first on this one. Yeah. Oh, oh I saw your answer there. Harlan. Same thing. Over. <laughs> I think they're gonna. I think they're really gonna force the rock, and you yeah. won't have Jordan in there running it. Um, if he does start, I don't think he runs at all. So I think they're going to be pounding the rock, man. And and so over here is is I might have taken this at two hundred, but yeah, over. Yeah, it's probably a bad line to be honest. So the the app we use did not update for Florida State yet. So this is all from the bar sportsbook. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm going to take over as well because I do think even if Jordan Travis does start, like I think he might. Uh, look at he hasn't run the ball much against LSU when he was perfectly healthy. He didn't run the ball much against Louisville, right? I just think they trust him as a quarterback and running as a last resort. So, um, yeah, I'll just say over on this. I got to make up some ground, so I'm gonna go under. Mm, wow, Ooh, I'm gonna change gonna do it that way. Rotomaker is gonna sling it all over the place. Let's do it. All right, Zay Flowers, 77 and a half receiving yards. Their best offensive player versus. Our weakest unit, you know, if our defense line is somewhat healthy, um, if they're as banged up as they might be, that might be a liability, but I don't think it'll matter this game because their offensive line is so bad. But I, I, I'm going to take the over on Zay Flowers here, 77 and a half, um, Harlan. Yeah, I'm going to go over too. Like I said, I think they're going to be throwing it around a lot, and I think he's the best they have. So I see him going over 77 and a half. Um, I'll go under. Um, I, I don't know if Cooper will be back 100%. Um, like we want, but I'll I'll take Florida State to kind of shade him and and make uh, other guys beat them. So yeah, give me the under here. All they right. shut down Boutte, so they'll shut down Flowers too. Yeah. So the next one, kind of off the wall, these last two, but Florida State kickers to attempt a kick, but that should say a field goal slash PAT. Basically, I think this is a big game for Ryan Fitzgerald because if he misses that first field goal he attempts, I think we might see somebody else. 
I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and take the under and say he just makes his first one. And maybe that gives him the confidence he needs because it's like golf, right? When you're playing a bad round, it goes downhill quick. Wait, wait. No so it's point. Ball. So point five would mean you're saying like different kickers? 1.5. Or... 1. Okay. 5. Make it 1.5. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. Then I got under as well. Yeah. Only, only Fitzgerald kicks here. I, we're going to score a lot of touchdowns. So he'll make all his yeah. extra points and be fine. Um, but yeah. I got. Yeah. Under. I'm going to go over. Uh, Mike, you think I believe I believe Mike uh, gave him a vote of confidence the other day. So I think he I think he stays with him, sticks sticks with him. So you so wait wait you want the back up. So you want the under. So now it's how many different kickers will will kick on Saturday? Oh yeah, I'll go under. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, last one. I'll go TJ Harlan then. Wait, wait, are you under as well? Oh yeah, we're all three under. Yeah, so I'll go TJ, then Harlan, then me. Team USA, it's the President's Cup this weekend, guys. Quill Hollow, Charlotte, North Carolina. It's like the Ryder Cup light, right? Not as big, but it's still USA versus the international team. TJ, 19 and a half points, 30 points total, 30 matches, one point per match. They can split them. Um, do you think the US, they're going to win. I'll, I'll just say that right now, but 19 and a half points. They, they won by that margin uh, at the Ryder Cup. This is the President's Cup? Yes. Um, 30 total um, points available. So. so I'm going to go under. It looks, I just looked up the odds real quick and yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go under, but I, you know, this is a good line. You said a good line here. So I'll go under. All right. Harlan looks like you have to go over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Team USA, baby. So I those women, top, I just don't uh, know what's going over. It's going to be a bloodbath, guys. I, I got the over of the top 25 uh, golfers in the world. 12 will be on Team USA. Three will be on the international team. This this might hit 22, 23 points. Give me Team USA. This is going to be big 1776 vibes is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> big time. All right, Harlan. Thank well, you, man, for I hanging some, out. I have to throw a tea party Sunday. Wait, I don't, I don't get to give my score prediction this week. That was only a little bit. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Score prediction up. Let's see. I went 42-14 last week, so pretty terrible. Let's let's yeah. go uh <laughs> let's go 35-17. 35-17. Okay. No. Richie. Yeah, I figured. I was going to say you better not be going the other way. 35-17. Richie, do you have um, any other thoughts on this BC game? Then we'll score predict, and we'll talk a little recruiting and get out of here. Again, if you guys are watching, if you're listening, hit the comment button. We're going to do a giveaway here in about five minutes for tickets to the BC Florida State game this weekend. If you know somebody that needs tickets and you can't make them, we'll work it out. We'll get it taken care of get a transfer done they are my personal tickets we're giving them all away i can't make it this weekend but i do want Knowles in the house I want it to be pretty loud i want it to be packed so go there and yell and go nuts in uh, in my seats but uh hit the comment button hit the like button so your comment counts and then make sure you're subscribed we're gonna do ticket giveaways and garnet and gold giveaways guthrie's giveaways gramco giveaways all those things all maybe those some beer giveaways is sitting behind me we do giveaways on like every show from now on. I just feel like I appreciate you guys supporting. So we'll give a bunch of stuff away. Uh, Richie, any thoughts on this BC game? Then we'll do some score predictions and get out of here. Yeah, I guess my final thoughts are it's kind of weird sitting here, right? Because when was the last time we went into an ACC game that you expected to win? That would be extremely disappointing if you lost, right? Because Louisville last week, it's a game that we agreed that Florida State should win, but a loss wasn't going to surprise anybody. 
here you are. These are the games you have to win if you're Mike Norvella and we're talking about the climb, right? It's really important to beat a team that you're a three-score favorite over on the you know lower half of the conference because these are the games that uh, this season, that's the difference between like a six and six and eight and four. If you take care of business, maybe next year it's the difference between eight and four and 10 and two. And maybe in a few years, it's the difference between a playoff and a New Year six game. So these are the games you have to win. Uh, I don't care if it's a little close. I don't want it to be too close. I want this team to take care of business. But I think this is a big game for Florida State. I think that second half against Louisville might, if this season turns out looking like it possibly could in a positive manner, we're going to look at that second half against Louisville. But yeah, I just think this is the type of game that we haven't had in a while where it's an ACC opponent early in the season where you say, you know what? We, we should win this game. Like, and if we lose, that's kind of a WTF moment, right? Yeah, Florida State dropping this game. I can't even – I don't even know if I can compare anything to it. When was the last time they were a 17-point favorite? Maybe I should have looked this up. When was the last time they were a three-score favorite against a Power 5 team? Yeah. Right? That's been a long time. Maybe – Maybe Duke in the COVID year when they mailed it in last game of the season, but I wouldn't even count that, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. You know, So, yeah, this isn't something that we haven't seen in a long time. Now that you said that, I just want to kind of look it up real quick and – and see what that one was. No, Florida State was a three and a half point favorite in that game. So, um, as I'm sitting here, yeah, I'll do another one of those. Eight's great. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe something in 2016. So, um, yeah, I, I think that you know this would this would be this would be a terrible one to lose. I do think if you start a backup quarterback, um, any win is fine. I, I I don't think it's a problem if you win this by seven points and you don't cover the spread. That doesn't matter. If Jordan plays and is is 85, 90% healthy, you need a win going away. Tate plays, a win is a win, man. They don't, you know, they didn't, they didn't, you know, Florida State was favored by a lot in the national championship and they didn't write on the on the crystal ball, they didn't write, but they didn't cover the spread. A win's a win. You get out of here, you get your win, you move on, you get one game closer, you're two games from bowl eligibility by winning this game, right? And then you're two and oh in the ACC. You got everything you want right in front of you. So yeah, Florida State needs to win this game. Needs to win it going away. And I think they will. I, I think this team has turned a corner. Um, we got a comment here about Florida State playing down to their opponent. I don't, I don't believe that Florida State will play down to their opponent. I, I think that Mike Norvell has done a phenomenal job over the last two years, this year and last year, of getting the team to play up no matter when it was. There was a lot of concern around, oh, man, what if Duquesne plays us really well? Oh, man, what about UMass last year? I think since that Jackson State, Jacksonville State game, they have turned a corner and they get up for every game, whether it's a big game, small game, whatever. 8 p.m. in Doak, I, I've got really no concerns about the team getting up for it. So I think the Knowles win this going away. Um, I'll give a score prediction of something like, oh, man. Yeah, let's go 38-17. Uh, so I, I think they score a few times. I think they're going to get a lot of possessions because we're going to score a lot. 38-17. Did you give one yet, Richie, or you want to give one now? No, I, I do think Florida State just says, let's shorten the game and get out of here, right? I, I think Mike Norvell's like, this team is beat up. Luckily, it doesn't sound like any of those injuries from Louisville were season-ending. Um, so we may not get them all back this week, but we will in the next coming week. So I think Mike Norvell sees a big game against Wake Forest next week in Doak again. Um, and he says, let's just do what we can do and get out of here. He, I have no confidence in Boston College sustaining drives whatsoever, even if Love It and Verse cannot play. But again, I think it'll be a slightly fewer possessions because Florida State's going to run the ball. I'd be surprised if we throw the ball more than 22 times in this game. So I'll say Florida State 
34. Make that 31 because Fitzgerald's going to go one for two from the uh, on his field goal attempts. In Boston College, 13. Like th- This is a big game for Fuller. We talked about last week was a big game for him. He did not pass the test. We won the game, but he did not pass the test. But I do think this Boston College offensive line is so bad. Do you remember that first year um, under Willie Taggart went to Syracuse? When, when Landon Nickerson was out, we couldn't do anything. We scored seven yeah. points. I think that's kind of where BC is right now. So, yeah, I'll say 31 to 13, Florida State. That's a cover and the under, I believe. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I, I think the Knowles cover here uh, may have a video coming out um, probably Friday morning about the spread and, and what you should maybe look at there and, and what you should uh, – do in that situation listen i am again live at bay cannon beer co i'm going to put a link in and if you want to support the show if you want to do really really good things help us you can buy this beer put that in the comments you guys can shop bavana.com to get this good beer they just refilled mine here at the brewery so they refilled mine richie's on his seventh or eighth cup tonight so shout out to uh shout out the folks that refill the beer um Richie, let's talk a little bit of recruiting. Rick, I see your question about, you know, the wake, inclement weather. I mean, that's just, yeah, that's what you get in late mid to late September. We'll see. Um, they've got the forecast up there on the TV. We'll we'll talk about that more next week. Um, hopefully wake doesn't get out of that beatdown that's coming their way. Good news, TJ. I, I actually have a one of my good buddies from college works at the Weather Channel. Another one works for the National Weather Service. So if there is a – We'll get them need, on. Instead of if there is a need guy. to do a, do a quick update – um, again, got subscribed to the YouTube channel because it'll probably we're not going to do a show on it, but we'll definitely do like a five, 10 minute YouTube video on it. Uh, yeah. and you'll get the notifications. So, as TJ said, smash that subscribe button right now, smash it. Um, yeah, again, if you guys weren't here, hit the comments, comment on the channel, and we'll give away two tickets to uh, BC Florida State here in about two minutes. Richie, quick recruiting thoughts. Obviously, Florida State picks up four star linebacker. Um, Blake Nicholson last night. Guys, we put a video up on that. You can go check it out. We also did an instant reaction live with some fans. Really, really good stuff there um, in the running and feel really good about Hakeem Williams on Friday night. Stay tuned and hit the subscribe button because we'll also break that down if and when it happens. But, Richie, any real quick recruiting thoughts before we go? Yeah, I mean, we already talked about Blake a decent bit between the videos we put out after he committed. Great pickup. I do think you're going to have to continue to recruit the heck out of that guy. Because uh, he's going to have options. And only more schools are going to come in as his senior season goes on. Hakeem Williams, I give us about a 49% chance. Uh, I, I think we might be the favorite, but you can't discount AM and that oil money. In Miami, the hometown team, you always have to watch out for and give them at least a little bit of a chance. But I don't think things could have set up better than him watching the only college football game on last Friday night, seeing Johnny Wilson go nuts, and then being at AM Miami where there was no offense played at all set the modern college football offense back by 20 years. Uh, I like our chances to get Hakeem, and and more so with him than Nicholson, you're going to have to fight off other teams because nobody's going to stop recruiting that guy. Nobody stops recruiting elite receivers like that. Uh, Even if he picks A&M's, Mike Norvell's not going to stop recruiting him. Uh, That's one that's going to go down to early siding day. Yeah, you know, cake's been baked, bro. I came to to the Knowles is my prediction on Friday night. If if I got to wear that prediction, I'll wear it. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, the Knowles picking up a five-star to get into the top 15 of the 247 recruiting rankings. So, um, man, that's a good question, Tom. 
nobody hit the super chat tonight. Y'all had a y'all had a good bunch of good questions, but nobody wanted to hit the super chat. Do I think UF's recruiting class is going to start fall apart? Uh, I think Tennessee is going to beat the absolute dog crap out of them, and so then just kind of stay tuned for you know the start of the Napier era. Looks very similar to the start of the Taggart era, where there was a lot of excitement and then games got played. So we'll see. We'll talk about that later as it goes on. Richie, you got any shout outs before we get out of here? No, shout out Team USA at the President's Cup and shout out Mike Norvell and the Knowles. I'm excited for this weekend. I'm going to play some golf Saturday morning. That's the only good thing about an 8 p.m. game against a no-name opponent. When you get to be my age, you want nothing more than early kicks <laughs> if it's not a big game. No doubt about it. All right, cool. My only shout-outs are for Bay Cannon Beer Co., Made Equal Clothing, and Rohan Law. Appreciate their support. And uh, let's see who's going to win this. Uh, win these tickets. If you win... You have until tomorrow night at what? I'll give you 24 hours. You have until tomorrow night at 9 p.m. to reach out to me either via social media or I'll put my email in. But uh, three, two, one. If this ends up being one of our sponsors, Harlan or ourselves that commented, we'll redraw. But let's run the thing and see what wins. Here's my email if you need to reach out to me here. Uh, FSU grad 03, FSU grad 03. Hopefully you were watching. Hopefully you were listening. You just won two tickets to Florida State, Boston College. I put my email in the chat. If you need to reach out to me via email, whether you have social media or not, you can reach out. Guys, hit the subscribe button. We've got over 70 people in here right now. I need you guys to all hit the subscribe button. We're going to be giving away tickets all year long. Of course, we have the ticket giveaway going with Rohan Law that you guys can win tickets to the Clemson game in the Champions Club. Scott, that's a great point. Don't forget to share the broadcast to your favorite social media platform. All that stuff helps. We want to give back to you guys. Richie and I enjoy doing this, but we really want to give back to you guys and give you guys Guardian Gold gift cards. We want to give you guys um, Bay Cannon Beer. We want to give you guys tickets to games. So FSU grad 03, hit me up on social media. Send me a screenshot. Um or shoot me an email. We'll get you guys. Some, we'll get you some tickets. Thank you guys for hanging out. Excited for what's coming for the Knolls. It's been a fun start to the season. I think it's just going to get better. We got more fireworks coming. We'll be back uh, the next few days with some more content. Richie, have a great night. Enjoy that beer and go Knolls. Let's go four and zero, baby. Let's go.